Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Peter Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan. Your count of count of Kuma, I am today. This is the season for Halloween. Uh, thanks for joining me right here on Happy Hour Radio. It's uh, 570 KVI every Saturday night, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Be sure to tell your friends all about it because we have a lot of fun. And um, speaking of fun, I've got one of my old friends, uh, Sommelier Pals. Chet Holstein is in the house, and he is ready to launch. Well, he's already launched it. This is about a year ago we had him in studio tasting a uh, liqueur made from turmeric root or turmeric. And um, I fell in love with it right away. Uh, it was really fun to see uh, the progress of going through the TTB and all that. And we're going to hear all about it from Chet Holstein. Hey, welcome to Happy Hour. Thanks, Chris. Good to be back. Good to be back. And look at that. You've got a label. And it reminds me of the very first label that you brought. So right. um, you were a sommelier by trade. You decided sure. to get into family life to save your marriage. So you're not closing the restaurant at 2 a.m. anymore. And you've done that successfully. But you had this itch to continue. Where was the inspiration behind Kuma? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, well, I got out of restaurants and uh, I went into sh- briefly retail wine, beer, spirits, and in my I, my mind opened up because I had nothing else to think about. And uh, <laughs> one day I woke up, uh, July 2015, and uh, I had an email from myself to myself. I'd been drinking the night before, and it said turmeric liqueur question mark. There was no other information, and I thought. Good idea. <laughs> wow. Okay. Excellent. Glad you liked yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah. what time was this? Two p.m. You got out of bed. Is that uh... the email was sent at eleven forty-seven? Not too bad. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess we are a little old these days. Um, so, question mark. And then, what'd you do? I mean, how did you answer that? You know, I, I went into work and I checked with uh, produce, and we had just gotten turmeric in. Coincidence. You know, they usually mean something. So I grabbed some. I thought, uh, you know, maybe some uh, lemon peel, grapefruit peel, some other things that uh, came to mind. Uh, my wife had been making. Uh, anti-inflammatory shakes uh, for just to supplemental health reasons. Not that Kuma's healthy. Not that it isn't. Moderation. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to deny it. <laughs> That's right. Can, <laughs> can't say it. Yeah, so I, I whipped up a batch. I had some Everclear at home, you know, like you do. And Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Where why, did I put my Everclear? Why wouldn't you, right? Oh, I think it's in the freezer. <laughs> Nice. So, yeah, I whipped one up, and the very first one was, was really good. I, I modified it a little bit. The black pepper was a little spicy, so I toned it down. And by batch three, we were pretty much uh, set. This is, uh, this is the first professional batch. Now, were you 35. spitting as a sommelier? Were you actually spitting your samples? Were you like, hey, it's pretty good. I like it. Oh, let's no, try I mean, this I was one. in my kitchen, you know. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Slippers in the bathroom. Yeah, I had to check the throat feel, you know. <laughs> uh-huh, for sure. That's part of it. So, uh, could Turmeric liqueur, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, you found some fresh turmeric root at uh, your place of business, and you took it home, and you started mashing or macerating or chopping and grating or what? Uh, initially, I was doing like a fine chop, like a mince. Um, I eventually upgraded to uh, the Vitamix and just uh, throwing it right in there with the, with the GNS, grain neutral spirit, just to get it nice and mushy, get all the flavors out. It only took me at home about seven days. And you mean through this process from one to three batches or from, batch number from, one? Uh, that's seven days from adding all the ingredients to the GNS and then extracting everything out and p- letting it settle. 
Okay, so like full maceration seven. And this was in so by August you were like I'm I'm sold, and we had you on the radio show like that late, late July or that. Was, uh, well, that would be a year later. It was, okay. it was October, but yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 14 months after conception. October say. now. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's a, a late birth kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. What was your first batch? You said it was a five-gallon batch that first time, uh, The very first time I did uh, three, I was 1.75 of uh, GNS, so it came out to be about uh, four and a half total. Four and a half gallons? Liters, 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 sorry. liters, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, cool, and so how long did it take you to, to take it to actual... You did the research to get the the labeling approval to get the uh, bonded liquor license. To mm-hmm. I mean, did you look at other options? You didn't want to put all the money into be this distillery, because you already said, "Hey, someone's already making booze. I can just add that to my my ingredients and come out with this great product." Right. It, the initial the initial the initial thought process was to make it myself. I really I still want to, but uh, it that's just it's a difference between fifty grand and and five million. You know. Sure. So that was last time I was on. We were talking about. Uh, who knows someone? That's right. That's <laughs> who can right. help? Exactly. Yeah, it looks like you, that uh, call was answered. Yeah. Um, and as far as packaging goes and the label, uh, take me through some of those decisions. Uh, you know, I wanted something that looked like you you would want to f- kind of throw the cap away, you know, in a, in a sense, uh, like in a, it's kind of like a Jaeger bottle. It's got that, that grip ability, you know, where you just pick it up, but it still looks good. I wanted to highlight the color in particular, right. so I went with the clear glass. Uh, and we found this uh, this Vega bottle from OI in, in uh, back east, and it just works really nice. Uh, I dropped one, an empty one on the ground one time, and it bounced around. That was helpful, too. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying to throw it on the ground. Well, when it's empty, anyway. <laughs> that one bounced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, empty. Full, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, and you wanted cork finish, is that right? Yeah, just to keep it, uh, I feel like it gives it a, a touch of class. You know, I, I like the screw cap option, but uh, maybe down the road we'll do a screw cap grocery cork bar, something like that. All right, so you uh, you figured out packaging. You stayed with the same label. Now this mm-hmm. design looks um, it's there's some rudimentary shapes and, and colors here. Obviously, it's orange and black, which fits sure. the season. How about that? But yeah. tell me about the design again. Yeah. So uh, well, initially, I don't know if this is the one that I had last time, but initially I had raw turmeric root whole ones that I had lined up to spell the word kuma. And we decided to, uh, some some sample testing proved that people thought they were grubs, so we wound up taking. We got I got another batch of roots that depending had on what country that's that's okay. Some yeah, people are into grubs. Yeah, it's some places. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're not in one. <laughs> um, and then uh, so I got another batch of uh, of root, and they were they had some good curvature to them, so uh, I cut them horizontally. And turmeric is is really brightly colored inside. And uh, we just laid them out, and uh, actually put it on a black serviette in my backyard. And a, a photographer a friend of mine, she took the picture and. Rest is history. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so um, you've got lemon peel, grapefruit peel, uh, some sort of pepper. You said mm-hmm. coriander, obviously fresh turmeric root. Mm-hmm. Um, and am I missing something else? Uh, there's a little bit of uh, ginger in there as okay, well. Okay, great. And um, this is quite the color. It definitely reminds me of a saffron, except a little less, uh, well, it's actually saffron color. Yeah. And maybe turmeric. Is, turmeric. Um, it's, this is a 34% alcohol, meaning it's 68 proof, uh, which is great. And um, what do you sweeten it with? Uh, we sweeten it with just cane sugar, a simple syrup, three to one. Take it from ninety-five percent percent to thirty-four. I like the thirty-four. I feel like it gives it. Uh, it that's where the shootability comes in. You know, like we drink more of it in shots at home than we do anything else, despite how mixable it surprisingly is. Um, that is still really tasty, and uh, you know, it's okay. It's sweet is good if it's it's balanced. Um, right. Although. I don't know if Bailey's is balanced, and I love that. So. Nah. Well, that's a, what is that, 21%? Um, but, but Clue is not necessarily balanced. It's no. sometimes too that's sweet a low for one me. Too. And 
I think that burn sort of helps mitigate some of that uh, cloying sweetness that you could probably think, consider, or, or feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, taste, of course, and mm, uh, the the flavor lingers, but it's it's definitely it lingers with some of that lemon peel. I think, which gives you a sort of a citrus. It turns you, your palate up. It like, right. ends on a higher note than a lower, like oh, so sweet, and here we go. It's uh, I can only have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, really cool. You you are now actually in production. You have a website, I imagine. Yeah, kumalakura.com. And that's K-U-M-A. K-U-M-A. And kuma is the Japanese word for? For bear. For bear. Which has nothing to do with us. Which is only the name of my my parents' dog, kuma. Right. That's That's where I I got the idea, yeah. That's where I bring it up. Yeah, that's right. We talked about that. Um, But your name, the, the... was from what? We, we derived it from uh, the, the Latin word for turmeric, which is curcuma longa. And it's spelled with C's. I just switched it to a K. I don't know where I came across that. I think it's Icelandic. My wife's Icelandic. I think they use a K. And a Y and a R, a Y, K, and a J. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, There's no C in Iceland. Kuka kukuma. Yeah. <laughs> right. Big hitter. Um, pretty neat. So you have some retail outlets now that people can find. Make yeah, the trek. Yeah, we're growing. We're mostly uh, up north in Whatcom County. We're at uh, Hagen and Ferndale in particular. They burned through a couple cases this uh, this week. And uh, we're, we're hitting the bars. Uh, we've got a few different places around, uh, but it's, it's slow. I'm self-distributing, so we're getting out there. It's really good. <laughs> this is one of the few sweet spirits, I'll say, because it's at that 68 proof, that actually you want more sips of. I mean, when I think of the sweet spirits, it's Southern Comfort, right? Um, mm-hmm. It is... What else? I mean, it, well, yeah, you're your Tuwakas and your Drambus yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, those but are a little too sweet. It, yeah, and I wanted to stay under that. You know, I don't want to be that sweet. Like, we're not syrupy. It's not sticky, you know? No, but it works with that. It's, it reminds me of glazed carrots to some degree. Nice. A little bit. I think perhaps yeah, I've yeah. had uh, turmeric with glazed carrots. Um, in a good way. And here we are in the season where, where things that we want to sip and warm ourselves um, are absolutely delicious. This has a pumpkin pie spice kind of note to it. It's in that same family. Sure, you can Some place. aromatic a little bit. Um, so, it, and it's not filling. It's not heavy, but it's got a little warmth here. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, I, I certainly like the flavor and the effect of what <laughs> It does work, yeah. It does work. All right, you, um, the key to actually having a great um, uh, spirit or cordial or uh, uh, liqueur is actually having it be flexible and, and to to mix to everyday people's uh, wants and desires. So you have brought a whole sheet of cocktails here, um, and you actually poured one for me. Uh, this one is pretty exciting. I think this is probably the easiest one to think of, mm-hmm. although maybe it's really South American margarita kind of thing. Yeah, a little more. Yeah, All right, so what is Southeast this? Asia. So this is a Kuma Rita. It's essentially, uh, we're doing Blanco tequila, two ounces. We're doing one ounce Kuma, and then we're doing a three-quarter ounce fresh lime juice. That's it. Room temp. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is room temp. Yeah. And um, that's how you can tell if you got good tequila and good liqueur. Exactly. <laughs> because you don't need any cold to hide it. Um, yummy. Well-balanced as well. And I like your little ro- the lime peel in there as the garnish instead of the full lime. It still has that great color, although a little more vibrant, a little more uh, fluorescent yellow, mm-hmm. um, kind of highlighter. Now, does this stuff stain? Uh, you know, it can a little bit, but uh, uh, OxyClean will take it out in a matter of minutes. It'll turn it red at first, but then it'll, it'll go away. All right. Yeah. And um, so some of the cocktails, why don't you read a few off to me which ones you think um, are pretty hip these days? Yeah, Can't sure. Yeah, uh, my wife likes the uh, she likes the kimosa mostly, which is a really? basically a mimosa with kuma instead of juice. Ah. yeah, we do quite a bit of those. Quite a bit of those. Um, it's really good in coffee. Still in the morning here. That's odd. Know. Isn't that weird? That's a little weird. Although I guess everyone likes pumpkin lattes, so which I'm not part of that group, but I can see that being in some of those aromatic spices. And, right. All right. All right. Coffee. You know. Heck. Yeah. 
Well, hard, you know, it, hard to tell you're getting lick, <laughs> liquored up when you're drinking out of a coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, it counts as breakfast. <laughs> Absolutely, or brunch. But, yeah, it's funny. It's one of the things that, that really made me uh, uh, take the take jump off the cliff and, and really do this was. I, in 20 years, bars and restaurants and some, I haven't seen something that is yeah. this mixable and this shootable and at room temperature. Like, I mean, what, what does that, you know? Right. And Hard really, to drink Yeti at room temp. <laughs> no, it's a little bitey, yeah. <laughs> what else you got on that cocktail sheet? You got about 15, 20 cocktails on there. Yeah, we got, there's a lot of modifiers here, you know. We do like, uh, we do Ku Manhattans and stuff like that. I have a lot of things, uh, I like to, I'm a nerd word, or a, a word nerd. So uh, I use Latin, I use uh, other, like synonyms. So we have synonyms for yellow, like Aurelian and Vermilion. Oh. They, they just sound like cool drink names. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do it uh, a lot with uh, tonic. We'll do a gin and tonic with Kuma or just Kuma and tonic. You have a tonic that you like to use because I'm concerned about high fructose corn syrup and a lot yeah. of these. Plus uh, you don't like tonic. Plus I don't like quinine. Yeah, <laughs> bitter. <laughs> At home, I, to be honest, I use diet. Diet, okay. <laughs> just because yeah. I agree. I don't like the high fructose, but yeah. I like that bitter. I like the bubbles, the combination, you know. You could substitute for soda. What about um, like an electric iced tea or something that, I mean, you, it's, it's yeah. definitely flexible enough and uh, moldable or um, amenable to a host of different, obviously I got tequila, you can use a vodka, you can use brown spirits. What brown spirits have you used? Uh, we do, a, like I was saying, in Manhattan, uh, we do Old Fashions. Um, I've done uh, well, one of your favorites, a uh, uh, rusty nail. We just t- take out the Rambouille and switch for Kuma. Interesting. Yeah, use some Dewar or something like that. Okay, yeah, it works yeah. well. I want to I want to try that out with um, maybe some peaty stuff because we had the Drambuie ambassador around a couple of weeks ago talking about rusty nails, uh-huh. and that was fun. Obviously, I had a bottle of that here. Um, this is great uh, retail price. We can find it at the shelf. Um, for forty bucks, uh, forty five bucks. Retail will be in the mid thirties. Oh, yeah, mid high thirties. Great. Yeah. Oh, that's and it actually it goes a long way because um, it's it's satisfying enough that you can have two or three and really enjoy it, but it's not like you have to drink the whole bottle to and then like oh, I can't have that again. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's website. Not- uh, KumaLiqueur.com. KumaLiqueur.com. And that's K-U-M-A liqueur, L-I-Q-U-E-U-R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> KumaLiqueur.com. Hey, uh, congratulations. Really happy for you. And uh, thank you for sharing it again here on Happy Hour Radio. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Yeah, that's Chet Holstein, uh, the founder, director, well, co-director. I'm not sure. He's, he does the warehouse <laughs> thing and the sales thing. Um, obviously, he's a tag team with his lovely wife. Um, KumaLiqueur.com. Great stuff. I've got uh, Skip Rock Distillers here in studio. And i got Ryan Embry, who is the founder and, uh, well, the master distiller. He's got some cool stuff, too. So this is the the Liqueur Lovers radio show called Happy Hour Radio. Stick around, folks. Be right back on 570 KBI. Start your day the right way. John Carlson, live and local, 6 to 10 a.m. Talk Radio 570 KBI. You're in the know with KVI Want to Know Weekends. Here's more Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, welcome back. Time for round two. Hope you've got something tasty in your glass. I've got two cool cats in the studio. One is Chet Holstein with uh, Tasty Kuma Liqueur, the turmeric root liqueur, and Ryan Hembry, who is the owner-founder of Skip Rock Distillers up in Snohomish. Hey, Ryan Hembry, welcome to Happy Hour. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, so um, Skip Rock Distillers, when were you founded, and what was your inspiration to get into this business? 2009, so we kind of go back a ways. Uh, you know, I just a love of food and drink. My wife and I always, um, we, you know, dating her, we'd always go out and have some mussels and uh, a couple cocktails and oysters, and we just kind of talked about what we wanted to do, and it always revolved around food and drink. Wow. All right, so, so are you a Snohomishite or Snohomian or? Yeah, it's Snohomish. I'm from Snohomish. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. Did you go to Snohomish High? I did not. 
Went to Mariner. You went to Mariner. I yeah. went to a dance up there once, the Sadie Hawkins dance at Snohomish High. Okay, yeah, probably. a long time ago. <laughs> you wear the same shirt. It's kind of cute. So was my date, she asked me. Uh, really fun. Anyway, that's a long time ago. But Snohomish is uh, a cute little thriving little town. They've got Blanc and Rouge, the little wine yeah. store in there with uh, Mina Williams, my friend. Absolutely. And some history, and that's like an old town, nineteen eleven or something. Oh yeah, right? no. Well, my, our distillery was actually uh, was like eighteen eighties. Wow. Yeah. So it was the original carriage house for the volunteer fire department. Kind of neat little building. Yeah. So yeah. you were actually in the heart of Snohomish, downtown, right, right. there. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> downtown. Is there a flashing <laughs> light? Blocks. There's there's one light, isn't there? Oh no, there's a couple. We got okay. a couple. Yeah. Right. I guess they, they want to give tickets out, so <laughs> stuff like that. All right, so 2009, um, your background, are you a restaurant guy? Or are you? A- no, I did agriculture, uh, economic development. Worked for Snohomish County for like about 10 years. Uh, I was an agriculture coordinator. Wait, what were they growing up there in Snohomish uh, County? <laughs> I think mostly dairy. <laughs> <laughs> dairy, okay. But, you know, I in 2009, I finished a two-year degree or enology program over at uh, WSU. You did? Yeah. Wow. So I started making beer when I was about 19 in college, you know, um, so I've always, I've been fermenting for a while. Ah, fermenting yeah. some ideas, some yes, inspiration, exactly, right? exactly. Very good. So uh, did you, what you learned at Washington State University yeah. Extension Program for two years, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It translated to uh, actually distilling, distillation, and fermentation? It really did. Just kind of give a good foundation and just process, uh, cleanliness, the chemistry, the biology, all those kind of things that go into what we do. I mean, we're kind of glorified yeast ranchers for half of it. Yeast ranchers, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeast aside, right? Don't you kill them at the end? <laughs> we do. We boil them alive. <laughs> you do. That's right. Yes. Uh, interesting. Um, so you decided that, did you go intern for a place? Did you go visit a distillery? Did you go to Kentucky? What What happened that said, you know what, this is where I want to go, even after that? Uh, well, yeah, I did the winery, uh, the enology program, and it's like, wow, there's already like 850 wineries at the time. Not really looking to jump into that. Knew that distilling was kind of coming online. I've always liked spirits and whiskey, and kind of just started really diving into that. So, so 09, you got your bond? Yeah. Wow, because I thought that was the first year. Was it? 08 was. 08, so we were so the fourth distillery. Yeah, Dry Fly, I think Ellensburg, Pacific, and then Skip Rock. Ellensburg was Rusty Figgins. Yes. Yes, Ellensburg. He was making some <laughs> wild, yeah, proof stuff. Uh, so number four, congratulations, yeah, yeah. the fantastic four. We need to get that on a t-shirt somewhere. There we go. Um, and how did you end up with Skip Rock? You were probably at a picnic, and it was a bucolic day, and the water was smooth. You picked up a shiny. Fun. Now tell me the story. Well, I mean, that's actually kind of the the background of it. I mean, we were having this little family dinner, trying to come up with a name, and we wanted to come up with something that just. Good feeling. Ideally, it was like two words, easy to remember, easy to say, but just encapsulated, you know, the Northwest. You know, good times, friends, family, and my sister in law. Slug rain was taken? That was. It was already taken. (laughs) Yeah. Dark and dreary is already done. Uh, But just out there, you know, skipping rock. And so my sister in law uh, came up with that one. And so it was stuck. It was like instant. Yeah, that's it. I mean, just everyone's got a good story about skipping rocks. That's true. And it's always better with a bottle. With a with a bottle well, yeah. next to your side, yeah, you sure. mean? Sure, you know, having a good time. Listen you up. <laughs> That's right. Listen up that shoulder. Hey, a little bursitis <laughs> or something. Uh, so fun. I've got Ryan Embry, the uh, co-founder. Or are you yeah. the founder? Co-founder. Co-founder. Yeah, i got All a couple right. partners. My wife is a huge part of it as well. Excellent. Um, and your wife's background was? She's actually 18 years in the coffee industry. So all we do is beverage. 
Wow. Yeah. Is she working for one of the locals or national, international? Big, big national one. Big headquartered man. down here. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah, 18 that. years. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So is that all you drink at home? You, uh, you, it is, right? You know, uh, they mostly. got that great private reserve stuff for the reserve wa- coffees. Are uh, yeah. Phenomenal. I have not been down to the roastery yet. Oh. I need to. Well, yeah, because then they get some samples. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that, too. Uh, so your first batch, did you do something? I mean, being a home brewer, and you did you make some wine, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, still do. All right. Wow. And some cider. Occasionally. Yeah. Gosh, you were doing well with all that yeast in you around <laughs> uh, propagating. So your first actual distillation was based on what? Wine? Uh, the very first one was actually wine. Yeah, it was a Merlot. Uh, and that was, uh, it made brandy. And it turned out all right. I was going to live. I can still see. <laughs> you can still see. I like it when the bar is set pretty low. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, uh, first time. You gotta... well, my head hurts. My teeth are missing. <laughs> my eyes work. How did I know? Um, all right. So did you actually have a home still? Did you, did oh, that you would MacGyver be illegal. something? Oh, that would be, you know, using my grandma's pressure cooker would not be okay. It would not? No. She would be mad? Um, well, upset? if she knew about it, yeah. Okay. So actually, is that how you do it? You put it under pressure and then you well, add that was you can make You can make a small steel. You can with fashion the that? Oh, yeah. That yeah. and a bomb, I hear. About $12 with copper parts and you got it done. Okay. So what was the first batch? Is is made of Merlot. How many gallons to make what? Oh, I, did, I had a five-gallon carboy Merlot and... It made it made into brandy, and I don't remember how much brandy it made anymore. Well, you think? Let's see if it's if it's fourteen uh, percent alcohol by volume, right? It was so, a decent amount, and we had fun with it. Five times one hundred twenty-eight is six hundred from fourteen times six. That's uh, uh, six, that's uh, basically three bottles of booze. I believe you. Yeah, it's right. About, it's about, it's about in there. Yeah. Yeah, well, we can have our, our crack, uh, well, not crack anything, <laughs> our accounting team figure that out. There you go. Um, all right, so you brought some some samples here yeah. today, and I'm excited to have Chad Holstein. When uh, we get back from the break, we're going to have him on, and we're going to talk about just mixing some stuff up, because I think it's really fun. Tell me what spirits you brought today. Yeah, today we brought our rye whiskey, uh, our bicycle tree gin, our raspberry liqueur, and our nochino. It's a walnut Wait, liqueur. bicycle tree gin, is that because all these lime bikes end up in the trees uh, I see around town? No, it, it's an old uh, bicycle, or it's an old tree that was kind of a landmark in Snohomish. It was carved out in like the 1880s, 1890s. Oh, and there so, was some rite of passage, I imagine. Well, they had a huge cedar they carved out in the middle, and you could ride your bike through it. Yeah, they have like postcards like the Redwood Forest. I had a postcard. They do. Time. You <laughs> can find them online. Just Google it. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we have a rye whiskey, the bicycle tree, the gin, gin. the raspberry. R- raspberry liqueur, which has done uh, extremely well this year for us. And then Nochino, which is uh, one of my favorites. That and we that's do. a black walnut liqueur? It's English walnut. English walnut. Yeah, the English walnuts grow more up here in the Northwest than the, the black walnuts. Okay, and black walnuts would be in Italy. Ohio. Ohio. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, Ohio of Italy, yeah. something like that. Uh, well, pretty cool. Yes. So um, you poured me the rye first. What would you like to taste? Should we taste the rye first, then the gin? Or? A good gin. Okay. Yeah, it's 86 proof. Hmm. All right. That's I get citrus and a hint of juniper on here. This smells yeah. like lemon and orange. I mean, it's kind of a, it's a, the backbone of a, a classic London dry gin, but there's actually no citrus. There's a, a little bit of lemongrass. All right, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about Angelica. Is Angelica? Uh huh. Cuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep going. And we got some mint, some raspberry, uh, raspberry leaf, some mm. rose hip. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I didn't like gin, and I didn't like scotch years ago, and yeah. now I like both. It's kind of just a real crisp. I'm reborn. Refresh. There we go. New stuff. Um, filtered water. Did you just take regular Snohomish? No, we use our RO water. Yeah, but uh, there was so much water. Is it all comes from Spada Lake? Yeah. So it is really good water. And it's it's soft. Yeah, it's all we use RO water from 
from the the watershed up there. Are the hose or what? No, <laughs> we have a fil- we have a filter system for it. <laughs> in case you get some of them pine needles in there, but that would work yeah. with gin. Yeah, yeah. Um, delicious. Thank you. Nice and smooth, but moderately complex. Uh-huh. Um, there's a little bit of burn there. Mm-hmm. It's 86 which, proof. Yeah, and I, I like that. Again, it's a warming spirit. And when do you ever drink gin uh, room temperature without ice? And not and, and in like a, it. Not in a paper bag. Yeah. I, I've actually had a restaurant manager go, I, I'm drinking warm gin, and I like it. Yeah. That's the test. Yeah. Well, uh, delicious. Uh, this can be found all around Washington and online. You have a, a website, yeah, right? Yeah, I've got a, a website, skiprockdistillers.com. Uh, it's available... Uh, throughout you know, Hagen, uh, Amazon Prime now. Um, they've got it. So I can get it in two hours? Oh, man, you can get Sweet. it probably under that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, everything here is uh, available at Amazon now. It's available here, yeah. too. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, so a uh, couple more minutes. Let's talk about this rye, yeah. R-Y-E. Now, what's the mash bill here? we got a high rye, so it's 86 proof, 71% rye grain. Wow. And we use uh, local rye where you know when we can get it. Right now, we've got a whole bunch of stuff from Port Townsend. Um, and then a, a kind of unique grain called Triticale, and love that it's a wheat rye hybrid developed in Scotland, like Scotland, yes, eighteen seventy five, and just a really kind of unique grain that I fell in love with when I was working in agriculture, and the farmers that I was working with were growing it. So we've got that about twenty one percent, and the rest is uh, Washington malt. Washington malt, so that's yeah. just barley malt. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so give me the the breakdown again. The mash bill is seventy one. Seventy one. Uh, it was like 18, 21 percent uh, on the trit. Okay, and then the rest is the the malt. All right, triticale, and that's actually um, a very sought after kind of grain here for uh, distillation process um, here in Washington State, right? I know we it, make a couple. There's there's a couple. There's um, Skip Rock and Dryfly were the first ones to really use it mm. in the U.S. that I know of, and then Corsair over in Tennessee do it. Wow, um, and this is just regular Missouri oak, or. This is a, um, I don't know if it's Missouri for sure, but, you know, it's a, it's charred American oak. Yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah thanks. Um, and this has got a little proof to it, too. It's yeah, warming, absolutely. 86. And we do a, even a barrel-proof series every now and 128 then. 128 or something? Uh, no, we barrel it at 110. 110. All right. Uh, fantastic. I'm excited about this rye and the gin. This is great. Anytime I'm drinking straight <laughs> liquor, it's a good thing for all you listeners. Hey, folks, stick around. Uh, we're going to get Chet uh, Holstein here and with Ryan Henry of Skip Rock Distillers right here on Happy Hour Radio. A Northwest original, Lars Larson, live weekdays, noon to 3, Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends continue. Now, back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. That's right, we're getting happy. It's time for round three, and there's three cats in studio. Chet Holstein, uh, the developer of wine, well, not winemaker, all right. <laughs> this is getting tough, we're doing spirits. He is the, uh, the man behind Kuma, turmeric liqueur, and... Uh, Ryan Hembry, who is the co-founder of Skip Rock Distillers up in Snohomish in downtown Snohomish, by the way, t- tasting <laughs> his bicycle tree gin, which is absolutely delicious, um, and the rye. I started tasting the rye just as we were going into break, and um, it is very rye-esque. There's yeah. a lot of rye flavor here, yeah. which is more than I typically taste in many other ryes. I think uh, you also have a good good amount of, of this is a medium-plus toast on the barrel because it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's, it's got it. Got a good uh, toffee note to it, but it adds to some of that spice because I think rye can be, when it's not um, uh, backed by some of that toastiness and the toffee, it can be a little uh, spicy like 
biting into a caraway seed where you go, okay, and that's kind of reminds me of rye because it's rye bread, okay. right? But that's, it's not really the case. Well, anyway, it's delicious. I was going to say the triticale kind of adds a little bit of a buffer to that. It's got a uh, little, little apple pear kind of fruity note to it, nuttiness, that, that really works well with the, the rye. We even mm. have a 100% triticale whiskey as well. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. Um, and so, Chet, actually, you guys know each other. You guys were chatting about some spirits, and this is a yeah. small world, a small... Oh, you're the 253 up there? 360. 360. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that right. far up. That's yeah. that far up. <laughs> yeah. um, pretty cool. Uh, well, let's say so the raspberry liqueur, and tell me how you produce this one. I see that it's uh, 23% alcohol. Yeah. So it's, right. it's a little higher than your average raspberry. And we've been making raspberry, gosh, I think. Framboise, like, right? Yeah. Well, we yeah, and we've been making it for, I think, about four yeah. years now. And But last winter, we, t- we kind of retooled the recipe, and it's all Washington raspberries. And we really, can we? Which buy? I read recently that we're the largest producer of raspberries yeah. in the United States. Yeah, it's huge. It's ridiculous. Yeah, take that. Up uh, Whatcom County mm-hmm. actually grows a lot the most, and so we yeah. get them from um, so a farm up there, Samsung Estate, and Samsung Estate. Yeah, he's got yeah. a little winery up there as yeah. well. A lot of berry wines. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Samson? Samsung. Yes. Yeah. Samson. Samson. Okay. Rob. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because Samsung sounds like an Sorry, name, a bad. phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be short. So, um, this smells great. Yeah, it's, it's good How stuff. How do you produce it? Well, we, we take uh, whole raspberries. Uh, they're frozen because you want to freeze the raspberries first to get all the extraction color out of it, flavor. And we soak in the alcohol for a couple months. Oh. But way longer than the average. Yeah. And it's naturally sweet, or do you have to you add a, a little- It's a turbinado uh, cane turbinado sugar. sugar. Yeah, a, tur- a cane sugar. Because raspberries are actually really pretty tart, aren't they? If you're not chewing them, yeah, 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 and and there there's a little bit of that kind of earthy little seedy note to it as well, and yeah, seedy. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is absolutely delicious, and I like that it's such a clean flavor. Yeah. Um, what's the neutral spirit here? We're using a corn with a little bit of um, this has got a little bit of brandy in it. Mm, interesting. So when you say brandy, does that mean it's Hi, actually um, brandy that's been aged in a barrel? No, no. Oh, so it's eau de vie. Yeah, yeah, eau de vie. Yeah. There we go. You know me. Yeah, there you go. I want to be sure I get the right answer down. That's okay. Okay. Uh, And then uh, this delicious. uh, So let's talk about some pricing. This uh, Bicycle Tree Gin, which was just uh, launched or released in April. April. uh, Retail price? Uh, Low 30s. Perfect. Um, The rye, which is absolutely delicious. They're both great. The uh, rye is going to be about mid fifties. Mid fifties, yeah. yeah. And that's that's okay because th- that's that's been aged. What I want to say that's aged three years. I w- that would be nice for us. It's it, not. No, it's um, it's about a year and a half, two years. Average. Wow, that's great barrel then because yeah. a lot of times the barrel is just too rough. Those tannins are just too yeah. harsh and astringency. But um, I think perhaps your methodology or your process and the water, the roundness, that softness helps take some of and, that out. And really good distilling cuts. You know, that's a, that's a huge uh, part of it. Okay, yeah, probably more so. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, and the raspberry liqueur? Uh, raspberry is going to usually be upper twenties, low thirties. Uh, and that is the that's the that's the perfect gift for everybody oh, because gosh. nobody's going to say I don't like. Really good raspberries. Forget yeah. it. I Put hate that it. over ice cream. <laughs> yeah, anything on you your pancakes, yes. uh, in your mimosa, in your yeah. uh, uh, margaritas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very flexible. And gin and tonic. Gin, yeah. Prosecco. Yeah, sure. It's good. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Raspberry milk. It's like <laughs> the new <laughs> quick. It's like, yeah, right. Get hammered quick. Okay, tell me Kids love it. Kids love it. Okay, finally, you've brought something here which is very dark and uh, ominous. It reminds me of uh, a little like uh, a cold brew coffee (laughs) in today's weather Um, and an old, old Barolo. But uh, this is actually a uh, liqueur made from? 
It's uh, English walnuts. They're green walnuts. They're not mature yet. We harvest them midsummer, and it's a full two years start to finish to make this for us. Wow! And why do you want them green? You well, it's all the flavor. It's just the flavor components. Um, traditionally, it's done that way over in Europe, Italy, and I mean, kind of throughout Europe, each culture, if you would, has a rendition of a walnut alcohol. So is this like green tea where you pick green leaves and dry them out, where you just pick green nuts? And Chop then... them up, uh, soak them in the alcohol for a couple months, rack that off, and then we actually even have a bladder press to further extract that out. And so when you say green, it's actually like a, it's a green tomato, but it's supposed to be green? Yeah. And it's ripe. So yeah. it's a green walnut, a, meaning that it's actually ripe. It's still green. No, it's green, and the shell hasn't even formed yet. Oh. You cut it open, and sometimes they're even just like juicy. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's the really uh, sweet and tannic as well. Weird. That is weird. Yeah. yeah sounds good. That is well. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, he's already got Nachino. You have to have, get a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Nachino. <laughs> um, this is really uh, interesting flavor because it's it's so dark. When you think you say green walnuts, I'm not thinking that this is going to be dark and toasty and malty and mm-hmm. uh, toffee esque. It's it's very tootsie roll like. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, that's a new description. Season. Yeah. Tootsie roll. Yeah. Um, uh, the proof here, it's, it seems a little warmer. Yeah. Is 23 or is it more it, than it's, that? It's 30, uh, 33%, so 66, right. yeah. Yeah, still got it, yo. <laughs> uh, so fun. So what's some cocktails? Should we try the gin and Nachino? No. Rye and Nachino, huh? <laughs> Rye and Nachino's nice. Okay. Uh, Nachino Manhattan. There you go. Oh, you can't All go right. wrong. Um, so, Chet, I want yeah. I want you to make mix something up here, what you think, with your kuma, with these different liqueurs, because this is going to be fun. We were all Washington. We're all one big family, and uh, uh, yeah, I got my personal bartender here. So <laughs> knock <laughs> yourself out. See what <laughs> sure. you can come up with. And, um, Ryan, so you played with some of these look, these mixes? Yeah. And how many products do you produce all together? Oh, gosh. I always forget. Um, I think we've got about uh, nine different products, because we also have a spiced apple liqueur. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a potato. And spiced apple's amazing for the fall. We warm it up a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's, it's ridiculous. And we do a potato, Yukon Gold Potato Vodka. Really? Do a black pepper Is it corn. yellow like that Kuma stuff? No, no. <laughs> but we've actually mixed a couple cocktails with the Kuma before because Chet's come into the distillery. We, we've had some fun. Yeah. Toting his bottles. Yeah, yeah. He's got his Boda bag. Hey, check this out. <laughs> his um, hollow leg. We do a, a black peppercorn potato vodka. Really? And that's got some color to it because of the, the black peppercorns. Mm-hmm. Um, do let's see. We have a white, you know, white whiskey that we started out with back in 2011, 2010. Okay, so I just the rye in the Nacino, um is really a delicious drink. Uh, yeah. it, they both match. They're very complimentary. I think sweetness. When we think about Manhattan's, there's a, there's hints of sweetness with the sweet vermouth, etc. Um, but you get some uh, other notes with the bitters you might put in it. And yeah. the has got a bit of tannin. Yeah, so, absolutely um, delicious. Now, Chet. You made something here, and this has got an interesting color. This is uh, this reminds me of fall leaves, and um, so I see some orange, some red, some brown in there. Uh, I mean, see. it's off the cuff, you know. Yeah. It took about 40 seconds. 40 right? seconds, yeah. Well. It's a little gin and uh, kuma with the, the raspberry. Oh, nice. Liqueur. A little earthy, a little fruity, bright. Yeah. Yeah, maybe with some soda, top it up. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not thinking soda because I'm thinking this is, you know, it's almost seven o'clock at night, <laughs> and uh, soda is what I when I get out of the gym, come back and have this, <laughs> refresh myself, hydrate. Um, this is great. I think what what this tells me is that both of you guys produce great spirits that are complementary, and when you have good products together, because. Uh, one bad product will ruin all the good products, but if they're all good, it all blends together. This is really tasty. Do you have a name for this? What are you calling it? 
Uh, uh, no, not yet. <laughs> okay, you got 40 seconds to figure that out. <laughs> got um, it. <clears throat> so, Ryan, uh, the Skip Rock Distillers, you've been in business. Your first dis- distillation was 09, and yeah. so this is year nine again? Yeah, it's adding up. Wow. How many bottles of, of liquor spirits have you produced, you think, over that course of nine years? I I don't know. Nine, I, ten thousand bottles. I mean, it would be I, over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, definitely over that. Interesting. I, I don't. I actually haven't th- stopped to, to think about that. Well, I've, I'm kind of into numbers, and I always think yeah. about you know because well more than that, definitely. <laughs> That's pretty fun. And how much? How much? Um, What's your base for the gin? Is it just gray that's a, neutral? That's a neutral spirit, yeah. And that's actually the only thing we do with a neutral because we wanted to, I mean, everything else we ferment and distill ourselves. Uh, but we wanted just that really clean, uh, crisp palate to start with. It's, uh, it is delicious. Um, I like this. So we, you said this is raspberry liqueur, the Skip Rock Distillers raspberry liqueur, the bicycle tree gin, and a splash of Kuma turmeric liqueur. Um, yeah, two, two on gin, one of each of the others. Splash of autumn. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I like it. It's interesting. Um but it's compelling because you get you get the gin notes which which are elevated and you got the proof which brings everything up on that retronasal the sweetness from the raspberries and the in the warmth the warmth of the the summertime raspberry and finally the the turmeric um which is exotic. Uh, really tasty. I'm going to let you, let you guys taste it and see what you think. <laughs> hey, folks, stick around. Uh, we're going to play with some of these spirits and chat more with Ryan Henry of Skip Rock Distillers and Chet Holstein of Kuma to Merrick McCour right here on 570 KVI. Big names, big news. Sean Hannity, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle, Somalia, Christopher Chan. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, uh, Count Chocula. <laughs> Count Chanula. Hey, um, folks, hope you're having a great time. You can obviously tell I'm having a good time because uh, I've got uh, a host of spirits, and tis the spiritual world. Uh, it's just the season for spirits, and then I got the good spirits here. We got Kuma, uh, turmeric liqueur, and Skip Rock distillers. So we're just playing around, making some some fun concoctions. And I think this is the season. It's it's getting cool. It's obviously um, when we think of Halloween, we think of sweets, and we think of Thanksgiving, we think of turkey, and we think of Christmas, we think of Santa Claus, all that stuff. But um, not sure how that works together. But Ryan. Uh, Chet just made me a drink. You just made one, too. So yeah. what's this one? Yeah, so it's got, uh, I'd say, well, two parts gin, one part raspberry, one part uh, nocino. It needs a little bit of ice on it, uh, but it's got a lot of flavor to it. It's kind of bright. It's got some crisp, but with some depth that the nocino offers. I do a, a little maybe orange bitters or a little bit of orange uh, peel on that, a little zest. Mm, interesting, because um, the kuma sweetened it up, but also gave it a... It sort of softens some things, where this one is a little brighter yeah. with that raspberry. Yeah, the it, raspberry it, bright. Yeah, popped it. Um, and I think that it's it's kind of great. It's a dichotomy of two two or uh, there's a big word out there that I want to use. <laughs> uh, this is it. so two parts gin, one part nuccino, one part raspberry. Yeah, right part. in there. Yeah. Good so do you have a recipe a recipe book recipe book? <laughs> Oh We've goodness. got some recipes online, nice. <laughs> uh, but we're actually starting to accumulate and, and compile all those uh, up right now and working on a bo- little booklet. 
All right, yeah. and uh, so you made you make nine uh, products, and is About everything that, available yeah. um, at a uh, retail outlet, or is you can buy Total, online? Total Wine's got probably the biggest selection of all of our stuff, but we do have a website you can buy online, and then uh, Amazon Prime now has I think six of our our offerings. That's great. Yeah. All right, and Chet, you're still are you on Amazon Prime yet? <laughs> Not yet. Not no, yet. no, no. I just I just heard about that though. I think I'm going to ask the guy about it. Okay, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> I like it. It's all about uh, a little help from your friends. So, right. um, in the break, you you mixed me just the uh, raspberry and the nocino, but actually I had a little rye in this, so Ooh, this is nice. a little different. Um, oh, that's the bomb. Yeah. So we actually <laughs> you dropped an octave. Yeah. <laughs> that's the bomb. And this is on AM too. So there it is. Um that's it. That's right. now that's my drink. Yeah. That's my drink. Come on now. Hook me up. So, um absolutely fabulous. I really love that rye. And how many iterations did it take you to figure out that particular recipe for the rye? For the rye? You know what? This was the, uh, the original first off the right from the get-go. Wow. And I think that's I mean I haven't. I started making beer when I was like 19, so working with grains for a while, and I just kind of went for it, honestly. Did you play with any other grains? I mean, did you toast them a bit? Did you? Because I know when you're making beer, you've got pale autumn malt, you got yeah, roasted I mean, malt. Um, I made beer, a lot of beers with different malts, and kind of get an idea on that. Um, I remember trying out actually the the Washington George Washington's rye whiskey uh, recipe that I remember seeing that online. I tried that, and, and that was kind of cool. It was something a little different. But I wanted the Triticale to kind of have a good feature there. And I shoot, our, our first, the first competition we ever did, it was a double blind. We got 93 points on this. Wow. Yeah, the Barrel Proof took 94. So we got first and second, Barrel Proof Testing Institute. Yeah, well, cool. that's, that yeah. is really cool, nice. especially when they do it blind. Yeah. Um, uh, kudos to you. So skiprockdistillers.com. Do you have any events coming up in November, December? We don't. That uh, Well, actually, yeah, November 9th up at Fred's Rivertown Ale House, and we're going to be doing a little Skip Rock night up there. Skip Rock. The Ale House is hosting yeah. <laughs> Skip Rock Distillers. Hey, they have the biggest single malt collection in Washington State. Seriously? They, they wow. do. Uh, how many? 215. Okay, they got 220. Because uh, I used to work at the Raider Club. We had like 80. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Chet, you've probably been there before. Yeah, once. Yeah. yeah. Once was enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, you need a punch guard. What do you think of that drink? I don't live around here. What do you think of that Nuccino uh, raspberry? Dude, that's uh, on point. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's neat. Gnarly. That's like is that is that's that before the dinner or after? One. That's or the both? Kuma one. Try the other yeah, one. This is the um, uh, that could be both. Um, that's the octave right there. Yeah, it's, it's named the octave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. Octave, yeah. yeah. Uh, congratulations, hey uh, guys! What a treat! Special to have you guys here, especially on such a uh, late Saturday night, and uh, tis the season with all this rain and storms. Um, to have some great liqueurs, some warmth from the summer, and uh, your your inspiration and passion. Uh, Chet Olstein with uh, Kuma Turmeric Liqueur and Ryan Hembry with Skip Rock Distillers. Thanks so much for joining me and Happy Hour Radio. Thank you. Thanks. Pleasure. Hey, folks. Uh, tis the season. I hope you have a great Saturday night. I know you got a holiday party or Halloween party. I guess that's a holiday. It's a holy day. <laughs> Actually, it's an unholy day. Uh, but uh, be safe out there. You know, you got a lot of people. It's raining. It's dark. And we've got lots of kids walking around these days. And um, you probably can't see well. They can't see you. So take your time drive safe um and when you're out and about in the neighborhoods especially you got the trick-or-treaters um and uh you know do some tricks this year i'm giving out uh individual japanese um uh teriyaki duck tongues and then also teriyaki chicken feet so that's what i'm giving out for for halloween those are my tricks i got those when in the airport in hong kong 
And I said, I know exactly what I'm going to do with those. So <laughs> while I'm sipping on some good cocktails from my boys here in the house, uh, hey, folks, hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, happyhourradio.net's got everything you ever want and hear and see and taste. And uh, life is always better with a designated driver. Happy Halloween.